Welcome back to the Knit British Podcast, the podcast that explores all the connections of Britishness in wool, fibre and knitting. On this journey, meeting all of the people involved from sheep to skein, I am your host, Louise Scully. Knit British, love local wool. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Knit British podcast. I hope you are all well. A big hello to you um, and thank you for joining me if you have listened before and thank you for joining us if this is the first time you are listening to the Knit British podcast. If this is your first time, uh, please join our Ravelry group and please find me on Instagram and Twitter as at knit underscore British. It would be lovely to have you join us in our other online places. Um, I just wanted to drop in with an extra episode this month, which will be the only probably extra episode um, of any month because there is so much happening this month because Edinburgh Yarn Festival is next week, you guys. And yeah, I wanted to drop in with a a quick-ish for me extra episode. Today, I want to tell you about a few of my top vendors that I really want you to be able to visit at EYF. And if you can't go to EYF, I will be pointing you in the direction of their online places. I also have a preview of Blacker's new Jacob Yarn, uh, a review of Socks 2018 from Making Stories. So grab a whip, grab a drink and let's get cracking. Edinburgh Yarn Festival, we're just on the precipice of it. It's it's there. Can you smell the yarny fumes? They are about to overcome. They're like smoke signals on the horizon. <laughs> I'm really excited. Can you tell? Well, I've been to every Edinburgh Yarn Festival. This is the fourth year of being involved with the Podcast Lounge. And every year it just gets better and better and better. And... I know there are those of you who listen to this podcast um, and have followed the Edinburgh Yarn Festival journey and have, you know, been yourself or have been planning to go. And maybe some of you are coming for the first time this year and I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for what you're going to discover at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And if it's your first time to Edinburgh, what Edinburgh is going to show you. I am sure that lots of you are just going to have a real devil-may-care attitude when it comes to your yarn purchasing and you're just going to grab it when you see it with both hands. And some of us are a bit more restrained. I was speaking to someone today who said that they've got three things on their Edinburgh uh, Yarn Festival list and that is it. That is incredibly restrained. I don't have too much of a list, but it's more difficult for me to shop because... The podcast lounge is happening all the time. So, uh, you know, I don't get sort of real concentrated pockets of time in the marketplace. But there are definitely some stalls that I'm going to want to hit up. I'll tell you a little bit more about them just in a second. But one of the things that I have on my wish list for Edinburgh Yarn Festival is Yarn for a Breathing Space, which is the jumper by Fira Valmaki. And... 
It is a four-ply sweater, so I'm going to need my big girl pants because I don't normally knit sweaters in four-ply. It's got this fantastic asymmetric uh, shape and seamless with fantastic short row striping um, and the, the effect that creates. And I know all of you probably have, have this sweater or, or have made this sweater. I think it's in Interpretations Volume 3 and it's gorgeous. And I am planning to knit this in Wensleydale because you know I love it so. And um, uh, Wensleydale Longwell Sheep Shop are coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, which I'm so excited about. And they have they do four ply yarn and I think they've got a couple of new colours and uh, Kath mentioned on Instagram they're going to have a navy and I thought a navy as the main colour would be lovely and then the striping I thought maybe some hand dyed Wensleydale so I'm going to be looking for some hand dyed Wensleydale I think um, I love that the um, the original is knit in Madeleine Tosh and uh, the Uncommon Thread and variegation in the in the skeins used for the striping is just beautiful and the as I say the, the short row shaping of the, of the stripes is is um just makes a really striking sweater and so uh, uh that's that's pr pretty much the only thing yarn wise that's on my list if I had a list of course when it comes to wool my eyes are bigger than my belly or my knitting bag is bigger than I think perhaps because um you know, we all tend to go a little bit mad at these things and or some of us can be slightly unrestrained. So there are um, a few vendors that I want to tell you about and tell you to look out for that are favourites of mine. And um, there are lots of vendors at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. If you go to www.edinburghyarnfest.com, you will find all of the vendors for this year. And there is a phenomenal amount. There really, really is. Top of my list is Uist Wool and you know I'll be looking forward to adding more to my collection from them. I asked Uist Wool recently about what, they're, what they've been up to and what they might be bringing with them and Hazel said they've just spun a new batch of Solas which is the pure cheviot, I'm sorry if I'm not saying the Gaelic right there. It's in the natural white and as well as being in double knit and iron, they're going to have it in four ply this time and also their newest spin of She which is spelt S-I-T-H, that's going to be available in double knit, Aran and four ply. And it's kind of special because that's the Cheviot, Hebridean and Zwartbull. And Hazel said it's, you know, it's special because the machinery that they have creating blended four ply, the machinery, can, it can be a bit tricky, particularly when Hebridean is involved because it's got short and long fibres and it can tend to make an uneven sliver and a weaker yarn when spun. But they've been working really hard because you know how awesome they are. So they know now, you know, what blends to use and how much of which grade of which fleece is going to, you know, work well with their machinery and to get the best out of it and this has been the case with the Solas and the She and I have just recently tried the She, the double knit. It's um as I say it's a blend of Cheviot, Hebridean and Zwarbal. It's the the DK that I got was a, a very light grey almost with a shine on it I mean it's it's the highlights in this yarn are fantastic and 
you might remember a wee while ago I knit an Anora cardigan by Elizabeth Smith and uh, I bought the dark cheviot wool from Useful, especially for this cardigan and I had edged it with uh, Ryland but the cardigan has a shawl collar and I didn't think that I was going to get on well with that and what do you know I didn't and I was just going to knit take it off and knit a rib with the Ryland but when this she came in the post and I just saw how it looked next to the dark grey cheviot yarn in the body of the cardigan I thought I have to knit my cuffs and my button band and my hem in the she and it's oh my goodness me it's amazing and I love how you know it's still it's got a slightly buttery butterier handle than the than the cheviot and I'm just so pleased I hardly had the cardigan off since I I changed it so so you're gonna love the she if you've tried it before um, look out for that four ply. Hazel said it's come out a little darker, even though they've been using the same quantities and the same grades of those fleeces. It's come out a little darker, and she says that's one of the joys of of um, you know what they do is that sometimes things come out like you don't quite expect. That four ply is going to be limited, so watch out at Edinburgh Yarn Festival if you're keen to get your hands on that. I think it will be incredible for lovely wooly. Um, you know, really, really, really insulating items. I think, I mean, I love how it looks just in the rib, but I think lace in that nice hap, maybe. Oh, I'd like a she hap. <laughs> that would be lovely. Also, that four ply, that she, old maiden aunt managed to get her hands on a, a small quantity of that and has died with it. So you will be able to get your four ply natural she from used wool. And if you are very lucky, because I think it'll go fast, you'll get some hand dyed from Old Maiden Aunt as well. And I would have a little look on Lilith's Instagram. She's had some sneaky peeps of, of the yarn up there. It looks incredible. It looks incredible. So who else is on my top tips of vendors? Well, Daughter of a Shepherd. I'm really excited, always excited to see Rachel and see her incredible yarn. You will remember that um, she was at Emory Yarn Festival. Gosh, is that two years ago now? With the uh, her incredible Hebridean yarn, which just started a whole journey. And we, we you know, we say the wool journey. It's a bit, it's a bit cheesy, but I think, I think, you know, Rachel would be the first person to say that this has been a, a huge journey for her. You know, taking a fleece that her father, um, from the Hebrides that her father shepherds, taking it from something that was seen as worthless and creating an incredibly special yarn. Then came the Broom DK, which is Hebridean, Zwartbel and Exmoor Blueface. And now there is Ram Jam, which is hugely exciting. Ram Jam is 100% wool, sourced, scoured and spun in Yorkshire. Um, Rachel has been working with one of the shearers who works at Eskrick Park, um, where Rachel's father keeps uh, his sheep and they've worked together to utilize wool that has been called worthless fleece this so-called worthless fleece has been spun into four incredible mixed 
breed yarns and they use both black and white wool and she says there's a plethora of different sheep breeds in the yarn. The natural blacks have Hebridean, Zvarbal, Black Texel. The white has a mixture of BFL and Cheviot, Texel Cross, various other mule crosses, a white coloured badger face. It is amazing that these incredible breed fibres have been scooped up and spun into precious yarns that we know we will love, that we will covet, that are never worthless to us. I'm so excited to see these yarns. As I say, there's four of them um, all together and they're wool and spun, two ply worsted weight. They are 50 grams each with 115 metres in each. And I think these are just going to sell like the proverbial hotcakes. I am so excited to go and meet the new yarn on the daughter of a shepherd block. Uh, it's just amazing and hats off to Rachel for all that she's doing for British Wool. She's just such a champion and she's gonna have a book out as well for Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Books are high on my wish list, my non-wooly one, because there are so many great ones out this year. Um, I'm also really excited that both Jimison's of Shetland and Jimison and Smith are going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Mostly I am excited for the people who think they are one and the same. They are not one and the same and they are both distinct and they create incredible yarns and I think my top tip for each, my top buy for each, well, I will be heading for the worsted spun Jimison and Smith Heritage range and from Jimison's of Shetland, I will be heading for their DK, which I just love. The other stalls that I want to tell you about are going to be on the Sunday at the Meet the Shepherdess event, which you need to get tickets for at edinyarnfest.com. This is uh, 10 till 2 on the Sunday after the marketplace. There's going to be a whole new marketplace with eight vendors who haven't been who haven't appeared at the festival um, on the other preceding days. And at this event, you're going to find Lammermuir, Shetland Wool. You're going to find Hawkshaw, Sheep. You're going to find lifelong yarns. You're going to find new leaf yarns. You're going to find Croft 29. All of these names I know are familiar to you if you listen to the podcast. Um, I've had them either had them on or I've mentioned them or we've done blog articles. Also going to be there are Black Isle yarns. And I am going to have very soon a review for you of something new and exciting from Black Isle Yarns. And it's not launched yet. So I don't know how much I can say, but I can probably say that it's organic. It's available in four ply and double knit. It is a, a breed wool that I have talked about recently um, and that I love a lot. And it's so singular. Um, it, it's like n n none other of this breed that I've knit before. I'm going to have reviews very soon when all will be revealed. But if you're coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, look, make a beeline for Black Isle Yarns and for the Coolmore yarn. Because it's incredible.
other um, stalls that I uh, am keen to check out but are new to me are Moelle View, who uh, is a dyer from Wales. She seems to have a lot of different bases, some British. I'm really, really looking forward to checking out Moelle View yarn. I hope I'm saying that right. Midwinter yarns have uh, their black and blue face lester yarn. I'm quite excited to see that. Uh, but two stall holders that I'm really interested to visit for the first time, Jill Draper Makes Stuff. Jill is uh, based in New York and she is really committed to using wool and fiber scoured and spun in the US and then Jill dyes it. And I'm really interested and excited to meet her yarns and have a good old squish of those yarns. And someone else I'm really excited to meet is uh, Amanda from uh, Prado de Lana. And Amanda runs a sheep farm specialising in wool for yarns. And they have Romneys and Lincoln Longwools and Rommeldale sheep. And I'm really excited to meet her products as well. Don't be fooled. Just because I buy British wool does not mean I am not interested in any other breed wool. I'd love, I love to see what people are doing with their local wool. It's really important to me to see what other people are doing with their local wool. So, so excited to meet those yarns and meet those vendors. Somebody else that is high on my top tip list is Garthnor. Now, I don't know if you know this, it's been on social media, but Garthenor are going to be our very special guests in the podcast lounge. We are going to have more British wool in the podcast lounge. I'm so excited about this because they have so many incredible undyed British yarns, both single breed and blends. They have incredible socks. I don't know if you know this. And there's something new coming too. There is a yarn called Honorius, which is certified organic luxury wool blends. They are going to be available in 25 solid colours and five marls. And that is really, really exciting. Podcast Lounge, you're going to have Garthenor as well as Blacker. And what about Blacker? Well, OMG Blacker are going to have a new yarn and it's a favourite of mine. It's not been around for a little while and it's back and better than ever. It's Jacob's. And this is an incredible yarn. If you've used Jacob's from Blacker before, I think you'll want to see this. It's going to be available in Double Knit. And it's going to be available in four ply. And it's going to be worsted spun. And this is the gen. The striking two coloured coats of Jacob Sheep inspired us to create this unique yarn with four distinct bases using the natural fleece colours. When the fleeces arrive at our mill, they are hand sorted by colour and selectively blended to achieve four undyed shades. Traditional marls are created by plying two shades together, but we've combined shades in the spinning process to create subtle and contemporary marls. The gorgeous gradient of the natural shades, clay, marlstone, 
granite and basalt are dyed in the same colours, so the transition from light to dark comes from the fleece itself. Even from the same sheep, the pale and dark Jacob's fibres have different textures. The lightest shades have wonderful drape and subtle sheen, whereas the darker shades are more bouncy. The subtle variation is just one of the many joys of working with wool, sourced directly from British producers. The yarn is worsted spun, giving it a smooth handle and wonderful stitch definition, making it ideal for garments and shawls. Despite its smoothness, Jacob is hard-wearing enough for outerwear and accessories, even socks. The breed is believed to have come from the UK and the Middle East, possibly via Spain. Spotted Jacob sheep can be seen in Egyptian wall paintings dating back to 1800 BCE, making them one of the most ancient sheep breeds. How wonderful to think that their fibre is still being used almost 4,000 years later. So I first met this yarn at Woolfest last year when Sonia had brought some of the undyed shades to show me. Those natural bases are stunning. The clay, the white um, Jacobs, is almost luminous. It is incredible then the marlstone um is that is got a, a sort of a, a very light fawn gray twist to it then it gets darker and the the natural marl is just beautiful marl yarns are 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 they're coming up in the world there was a while there that people didn't know what to do with the marl yarn and now thanks to people like anna maltz marl is the word so in the natural four colors you're going to love it. Then there are three, uh, currently I think, distinct dyed shades. So there are the purple dyed shades. They've all been dyed in the same dye baths, but because of those different coloured bases, you get a fantastic gradient. So there, there, are, there are the pinks and purples, the pale greens and greys gradient, and then there are the dark blues and teals which I knitted with and I'm looking at my swatches right now so I knit two swatches with that they're currently pinned on my pin board where they have been since they were uh, unblocked and they look as amazing as they did when they were blocked I've got some excellent reviews coming on the blog very soon so Maz Knitter she knit with this yarn we had Barb in Canada and we had Leslie in um, South Africa Watch out on the Knit British uh, blog in the next week. If I, goodness me, I will have the time. I will have the time. <laughs> um, because I want you to um, to have a real cut out and keep um, of these reviews. And sometimes in the show notes, with long show notes, reviews can get a little lost. So I'm going to do a special blog post on the launch of that yarn. And this is you know, continuing with the great tradition of launching fantastic yarns at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Um, Blacker have, have had something new every year that they've sponsored the Podcast Lounge and I think you're going to be really, really impressed with this. You wool explorers, if you have not found your Jacob's Yarn yet and you're coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, you're, you're going to be spoilt for choice. Podcast Lounge this is one of the places you're going to want, want to be for British wool, for sure. The podcast lounge will have it in spades. Those are really, I mean, I could 
talk you through the entire vendor list here, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, it's really worth checking out edinyarnfest.com and um, looking at who's going to be there and checking out their websites, which are all linked there. Um, but needless to say, it's going to be pretty epic. The As I say, the yarn fumes will be high and we will succumb. We will succumb to lots of yarn, I am sure. I know it. Uh, a little bit more Edinburgh yarn news later. But first of all, I want to talk a little bit about Socks 2018 from Making Stories. I know you will be familiar with Making Stories. They are the independent knitwear design publisher uh, founded by Hannah-Lisa Hafferkamp and Verena Kors. Their book Woods was crowdfunded last year and spotlights incredible design with incredible yarns. Socks 2018 is their first digital digital collection and I was really delighted to be given a copy by Hannah-Lisa to review. Hannah-Lisa is also the face behind the Hannah Lisa on the Road podcast and she's one of our featured podcasters who's coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival this year. Socks 2018 contains seven sock designs by designers who are pretty much all new to me. Alison Jane, Becky Sorensen, Claire Mountain, Jessica Gore, Keiko Kukuno, Linda DeBeck and Sari Norland. And wonderfully, so, so wonderfully, all the yarns used in this collection are 100% wool, non-superwash, no nylon. This is so brilliant. And, you know, they set out their case so strongly in the introduction to this ebook, um, setting out why they have, you know, stepped away from superwash and nylon and really taken their plea to, to, to lovers of superwash and nylon yarns to say, yes, you will have to hand wash your socks or use them in the wool cycle in the washing machine, but choosing natural is best. Uh, and yes, no plastics in our wool, please. Um, I love that they start the book so strong. I love that that's their vision for this collection. As I said, there are seven socks in the ebook and each has a short bio and then a little Q&A with the designer and then the yarn maker. This is great. It's so wonderful to have that little Q&A element. I am always really interested in, you know, what goes into a pattern or the inspiration behind it or just to know a little bit about the designer um, and, and the yarn maker. That's that's an incredible addition. Uh, the first socks are Arising by Linda DeBeck uh, and they are in uh, yarn by Knitcraft in Italy, which is 100% merino. And this is a, a cabled sock, which actually all the socks share um, some kind of twisted or cabled or structured stitches. And the cables in this are really smart. They have different toes, heels and cuffs. I have to say, I think um, out of all of these, these were the ones that struck me as the ones I needed to knit first. <laughs> um, Provenance socks by Keiko Kukuno feature a shell pattern on the leg and a ribbed foot. It's knit in fibre company Masham and Mohair yarns, which will be amazing. 
patterns are written and charted and I really love that, that both of those are, are there um, there's the Reason Socks by Becky Sorensen and they're knit in Oyster and Pearls which is an American sock yarn there's a lovely combination of herringbone and cable and twisted rib in these uh, I love Claire Mountain's Root Socks in Whistle Bear lovely cable uh, detail up the side of the socks uh, it looks lovely in the Evering Bell yarn which is um, Angora and Wensleydale Alison Jane's socks are beautiful uh, they're called Source they have a deep chevron central pattern and are made in green mountain spinnery uh, yarns uh, Ascent by Sari Nordland are in yarn by Rosa Pomar, 100% Portuguese wool, and they have lovely Oliver lace and twisted stitch design. And finally, Jessica Gore socks are in uh, Ovis etc. yarn. They have a cable and geometric rib, really, really striking. Apparently, there's a really fun cuff, but sadly, I can't actually see it in the photos. I have looked quite closely, but I can't see the, the top of, of the sock. There's also article content in here which is really good so there is an article on tips uh, on how to read and understand sock patterns which I think will be great for any new sock knitter and Claire Devine also has a great article on naturally tough yarns for socks um, and there's also a fun section uh, from all the contributors on their best sock knitting advice. Uh, the photography is really great and I like that the socks are all photographed in the same setting. Um, you know, a comfy couch living room setting. It enhances the cosy feeling. I think if this was a book of more than seven patterns, I might be a little bit bored with the same setting. But these are all pulled together beautifully with that setting. And as I say, they all share a connection to, to cabling. And I think that that also pulls all the threads of this ebook together beautifully. I think a lot of you lovely listeners will love the natural wool focus in this book like I do. Um, obviously, there are a lot of non-British wools in here, but I know you knit British listeners um, will be thinking of wool in your stashes that will be perfect. I have to say, I think, you know, the mohair blends from blacker will be brilliant for most of these socks. And um, we've looked at sort of no nylon sock wools before. The Knitting Goddess, Shetland and Wensleydale is a great no, no nylon sock yarn. So there's lots of choice for working up the socks in this ebook. Um, I really enjoyed learning about some of these new to me designers and and these yarns. Really lovely. As I said earlier, it's really lovely to know what you know other yarns out there are using breed wool and where that's local to those mills and those yarnies. I do have a note about the layout. I I find find it just a a little bit problematic visually in one or two places and I love the Q&A and the bio for the designer and the yarnies but for some of those designers and yarnies I just felt that these were squished onto one page. I could definitely stand to have more pages for that kind of thing, more spacing and make it more pleasurable to read. Um, as I say it's not a huge thing, it was just more for, for me visually um, and you know there is other white space in this 
this ebook. So perhaps the layout could have been fiddled with a little bit, or maybe you know not having a picture on the page for the for the Q and A or things like that. Um, but that's you know a relatively small thing. This book is sixty seven pages long, so maybe it was felt that that was long enough. But I could definitely stand a few extra pages with more line spacing and 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 slightly better formatting for for those pages. That having said that, I know that so many of you are really going to enjoy this digital collection and Making Stories have made a fantastic name for themselves with um, the Woods book and their upcoming paper and ink book. And the aesthetic for Socks 2018 is slightly different. It's a bit more fun. It's a bit more laid back. Um, it's currently uh, £22 on Ravelry. Um, it seems to fluctuate a little bit. I think that must be the exchange rate um, with the euro. I've seen it at um, below £20 and I've seen it as high as £23. So I think for um, some of us that's a considered purchase. I certainly, for me, at over £20 an ebook is is a considered purchase. But having had a good look and had a good play with this, I think that it's the patterns are incredible. The focus on natural wool is amazing. I really love how the designs all share a connection in design elements and this fantastic focus on natural wool. You can go on over to the Making Stories website. It's www.making-stories.com. You can find out all about their current uh, publications and their fourth coming publications which is really exciting and thank you so much to Hannah Lisa and Verena for letting me have a preview of Socks 2018. Uh, if you're interested in buying Socks 2018 it is available via Ravelry. Uh, and to add to the delight um, Making Stories have given us a copy of Socks 2018 to give away which is very very kind indeed so if you go over to the knit british ravelry group you will find it there now this is going to be a slightly shorter um giveaway than i normally do um i will be drawing it um sort of after edinburgh yarn festival to find out how to win your copy of socks 2018 the first digital collection from the making stories team jump on over to the knit british ravelry group if you are coming to edinburgh yarn festival please remember to come to the podcast lounge we have the meet the podcaster from 12 till 2 every day when you can meet up with um, your favorite podcasters or meet new favourite podcasters um, and meet your fellow listening and watching community. You are part of audiences that make our podcasting worthwhile. So, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity to meet up with people that you see in the comments and, and um, are members of podcast groups with and things like that. Really looking forward to the Meet the Podcaster meetups. We also have plenty of wooly and fibery fun and the listening project. Check out edinyarnfest.com uh, for info and also my show notes from episode 101 where I go into detail about what we're getting up to. Also, we have the Blacker Podcal meetup from 3 
on the Friday and you can bring your finished objects, you can wear them. Uh, we will meet, chat, admire and we will also grab a photographer for some photos too because it was great last year at the Blacker Podcast meetup that we had the photo booth in the podcast lounge. Unfortunately the, po the photo booth is in um, the marquee and it would just be counterintuitive to meet in the podcast lounge and have a podcast lounge cal and then I'll try it with the podcast lounge so we will uh, get a photographer to come on over and take some pictures uh, which is wonderful and of course if you are um, taking pictures in the podcast lounge um, do share them on Instagram and use EYF 2018 podcast lounge uh, hashtag so that we can see. Um, I always love seeing Edinburgh Yarn Festival photos, but I particularly love to see the ones you take in the podcast lounge. Um, Blacker Podcast Lounge is another hashtag that you can use. And Knit British is a hashtag you could use too. It'd be fantastic to see uh, your weekend through your photos. Remember that there is a discount from Blacker for taking part in the Blacker Podcast. To be eligible for that discount, you must post your finished object pictures in the finished object thread over in the Blacker Yarns uh, group on Ravelry. You will also be eligible to use your discount at Edinburgh Yarn Festival as well as at Blacker Yarns online but the only way that you get that code or magic word is to post your finished object picture uh, and finished objects must be posted by 11.59pm on Sunday the 11th of March that's UK time that is your absolute last chance uh, to post your finished object pictures and uh, you will be sent a code please remember that there is one person who will be sending out codes and they are extremely busy. So you will get your code before Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but please don't expect it right away after the deadline because, you know, all people who finish are entitled to that discount code, but, you know, all in good time. Don't be too entitled. I am looking forward to seeing what you have made for the Blacker Podcal and do go over to the Blacker Podcal 2018 discussion thread to see some of the amazing uh, projects that have been knit for this cal. Every Last year was the first year we did this and it was a stonking success and this year the same. There are some amazing, amazing items, accessories and garments Collar work, cables, lots of Carrie Westerman, this thing of paper items because that cal has also been going on. Um, some incredible, incredible designs. Uh, you certainly put me to shame. I have only, I have had a few blacker podcal items on the go. My mahi, which I was knitting in blacker lace weight, BFL lace weight, which is also my good intention project for this quarter hasn't got off the ground. I, I am still knitting on the centre of that. So we're just going to put that to one side and say that's not going to be finished for the Blacker Podcal. It might be finished for the good intentions. Uh, my other Blacker Podcal has been a pair of socks 
for Louise Hunt, who is uh, Lacey to my Cagney, uh, we ha- decided that we were going to make socks um, for the Blacker Podcast and swap them. So it's a secret. So I can't say what they are, um, but I'm using two amazing Blacker yarns. Again, I can't say what they are because she'll be listening. So we can't have that. I can't have it given it away. Um, and the other thing that I finished, which was not intended to be a Blacker Podcast, but it turned out to be, is my um, Ishbel in Blacker Brushwork, which started as a swatch. Um, I just started knitting a little stockinette um, triangular shawl swatch and then um, had to rip that back because I'd made a big mistake. So it turned out that, uh, and it was by that time it was destined to be in Ishbel. I'd bought more Blacker Brushwork in Smudge. And so uh, it... Although I cast it on before the podcal, I um, it was r- totally ripped back and knit again. So, so um, I'm so pleased with that. It's also a remakery for me as well because I've been intending to remake the Ishbel that I knit a few years ago, uh, which I gave away as a gift. Uh, it's so big and wooly in brushwork. It's fantastic. So I'll have that with me on Friday for sure. So uh, not quite finished Mahi. But that's definitely a work in progress. We might have it finished for the next Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Who knows? Um, I need to wrap up. Um, but I should say that this will be going out on the 9th of, of um, March. And the cast off, as I've said, is 11.59pm on Sunday the 11th. So if you're coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and you've got a ball of black or something or other in your stash, which I know you do... I'm sure you do, then why not cast something on really quickly? Knit a hat, knit um, some wristies, uh, knit a cowl, something you can knock out this weekend. I'll cast one on at least, um, but there's still time. And thank you to everyone who's taken part. As I say, it's been a stonking success. It's really difficult to run a cal uh, in one of the busiest months of my year. And you guys just take it and run with it. And so my hat is off to you and I applaud you because you've done an amazing job. Amazing job. It's fantastic to see all these projects in blacker yarns. Uh, before we go, I need to say that you will have heard the news that Brit Yarn is closing at the end of this month. I would have liked more time to talk about this. Uh, the next podcast will be going out after the closure. I will probably blog about it. But I wanted to take this opportunity to say, Isla, thank you so much for all the amazing work that you've done with Brit Yarn that you have done to promote British wool and make really small farm yarns visible and and really embraced British wool and thank you for all of our stashes and our finished objects and our whips uh, that we have thanks to your wonderful enabling you have done an incredible job and we know that your woolly passion will take you more places and um, onwards and upwards uh, all the very best in your new adventures Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as I said, Brit Yarn is closing at the end of this month, 28th of March to be precise. And Isla has a 20% discount code. Uh, This is not goodbye. And you get 20% off everything at Brit Yarn. And um, if you will... Sorry, that's Jeremy. 
you wool explorers might be interested to know that Isla has Jacobs, which is our next wool exploration breed. Uh, there's also Romney, which is coming up soon as well. So have a look there. Uh, but do grab yourself a Brit yarn bargain with the code. This is not goodbye for 20% off. Dear listeners, thank you for listening. I will be back soon. If you're coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, please come up and say hello. And bye, 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 all those fantastic, wonderful yarns. And if you can't come to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, do go over to edinyarnfest.com. Check out the exhibitor page where there are links to all of those yarn stores. So you needn't be missing out on those fantastic yarns. And do uh, follow us on social media over the weekend. That is bound to be an incredible amount of highlights for you to make you feel like you're part of it too. I will be back at the very end of this month. Uh, with lots more and a rundown of of what went on and wool exploration with Ryland. Uh, For more Knit Britishness, check out www.knitbritish.net. Find me on social media as knit underscore British and on Ravelry as Lyra. Until next time, take very good care. Bye for now.